0: Yeah, there was this guy on my bus in high school who I guess he just really liked attention, so he sprayed his leg with axe body spray and then just set himself on fire. Just <laughs> I I mean on I mean, the bus. <laughs> I mean that's, that's, that's one
1: way. Yeah, I mean that's one way to get out of school.
0: Well, it it wouldn't have been so bad for him if he hadn't have gotten ISS for it. Oh no! But he was also just banned from riding the bus for a week. And then also we weren't allowed to have Axe Body Spray at school anymore. Uh, Because kids figured out how to weaponize it. Anyway, hi.
1: Hi. Oh, Oh, wait. Wait, who are you?
0: Oh my god. How did you get in here? I'm a secret scary stranger. I came in through your window and I brought the oil this time.
1: (laughs) Oh, that explains it.
0: Oh, that explains why my
1: window suddenly doesn't creak anymore. I just thought I was going crazy.
0: I thought some nice man just came up into my room and fixed my window.
1: I know. Isn't that isn't living in a small town nice where guys just do that? Oh, no! <laughs> anyway, hi, everybody. Welcome to this uh, special episode of Afterlight, where we're going to talk about Midnight Sun, the unfinished, thank God, book of uh, Twilight from Edward's perspective. I'm Malin.
0: I'm Allie.
1: And we have a special guest today. Introduce yourself.
0: I'm Kelty. I brought up Midnight Sun uh, in a conversation and now it, that this is happening.
1: <laughs> it's spiraled out of control and this is happening. And I'm gonna be honest, I actually forgot about- I know like some people were talking about Midnight Sun and then I never found it. I thought it was- I genuinely thought it was lost to me- media or something or it was lost to the ages and like then
0: Atlantis.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then Kelty brought it up and I'm just like, "What?" I
0: and- The amazing thing is I found it. I found the copy that I read on Encyclopedia Dramatica of all places.
1: <laughs> I just googled it, but you know, Encyclopedia Dramatica is not a bad place to find it. Something like
0: that. That's no. also where I found the original draft of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey when it was just called Masters of the Universe, and Did
1: it, was Twilight, show up?
0: it was a Twilight fanfiction. But oh, anyway. No. Oh, you was? know it was. Oh God. Oh,
1: no, it was. Oh my. I, I feel so. I f- kind of feel bad for Stephanie Meyer because she was the one trying to do uh, this first book, but from the leading man's perspective, and then the rip-off artist her, herself, E.L. James, got to it first.
0: Ugh. Oh, yeah, with Gray.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Why oh. would anybody want to read from his perspective? He's almost worse than Edward because he's, like, proactive in his douchebaggery. I, I know. Worse.
1: Honestly, he is probably worse. At there, least,
0: at least Edward just like keeps to his so- keeps to himself most of the time when it comes to his like self-loathing and brooding and just general yeah, winery. Yeah. yeah,
1: he keeps it to himself, which is preferable, I'm guessing, to the rest of the siblings. He there posts
0: on R slash incels.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no girl will ever love this monster.
0: He's right. Um, oh my. God, I have, it in my notes, I have, okay, di- does, is this organized in some sort of way, or are we just... Sometimes. So,
1: sometimes. We like to try and keep it organized, but we're, usually it ends up just going to our favorite parts. Yes. We could oh, just do always. this.
0: Do, do you <laughs> want to just take it from the top? Just, like,
1: a, the whole we, book? We just might as well. It's only 200 pages. Yeah. I mean, it's not a very long book, and it already covers everything we've already... Covered on the podcast, so we may yeah. as well go from the top.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of this book where if you've read Twilight or even seen the movie, you can skip like a good six chapters because despite the fact that this is uh, this is from the perspective of somebody completely different, just this whole new character who is a vampire and has like lore and you can do stuff with he. Follows Bella to school when on days he's not there and just watches her through other people's eyes, and nothing has changed. It's it's just like except- it's a it's a reaction video except a book. <laughs> I
1: I never I've never heard a perfect description, but you're exactly right. Because I kept because yep. because when I was reading this, I was just skimming through. It's like yeah, I know, I know, I know. Sometimes I wonder if like maybe she copied and pasted some of the dialogue.
0: I mean, I would. I have. Well, when you make money just by existing, you know. Yeah, God, that's true. I wish I was Kylie Jenner. <laughs> self-made billionaire.
1: You can do it, Allie. Just, uh, you know, wh- what did Next she do? Next life.
0: Next life. She was born to a rich person.
1: Okay, you need to get adopted by a rich person.
0: I can make that happen.
1: <laughs> just show up with, like, "Hello, I'm your long lost daughter. Here's the paper to prove it." Grandmama, it's me, Anastasia. Anastasia, Anastasia Steele. <laughs> ew, ew. How dare Did you ruin my jo- Johnny, Johnald actually ruined my day when he was helping with, with cast because he, he showed me that E.L. James wrote another book called The Mister.
0: Oh my god, I got into Mr. a whole Mister. Twitter beef with some random person because of that.
1: Oh god, it's I hate the names, too. It's Maxim. What's his name? Maxim?
0: Yeah. Hold on. I'm looking it up again. I can't remember. I remember reading.
1: This also happens, too. We just go on tangents because we don't want to talk about I, the book.
0: I follow Crimson Rogue on Twitter, and he's done reviews of... Uh, he, he has a series called uh, The Book Was Better, where he reviews books and the subsequent movie adaptation. So he'd review... The Twilight movies alongside the books as well as Fifty Shades of Grey and I think he only did the first two and never the third but uh, he's also had some notoriety recently for reviewing Onision's books anyway, he made a post about how how the main character in the mister is just so weird and unlikable that he's starting to suspect that E.L. James hates men. Oh. Hmm. And I... You mean uh, Maxim Trevalian? Travelle- 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 That's almost as bad as fucking Tarolf from that <laughs> and Ready book. Oh god. Trevalian? Travelle- it's a British name. She's I don't bi- think I'm
1: saying it right at all. No, and we should continue not to say it right oh, at all. Oh, good. The chiseled
0: face and rough-hewn abs of Tarolf, the mysterious stranger who was sharing her cabin.
1: It's so much pain, I must. Have you guys seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No. Oh, my God. There's one song, and it's called Fit Hot Guys Have Problems Too, and they're like, I would express my pain so much better without these pants, and they just rip off their pants. I think we found Gristle's theme song, oh God, you have to look it up. It is perfect.
0: I don't think Gristle is necessarily hot <laughs> uh, unless Burn. unless oh. you are into that whole vulture culture stuff where you go to the cemetery and steal bones. Well, I'm sure oh, some like necromancer
1: Robin? or is, i I'm pretty sure some necromancer would find him sexy. No. <laughs> I was thinking of thank thinking you. Of. <laughs> oh god. Robbie Rotten the Necromancer? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, I think we I think we uncovered Johnny's next uh, big bad for our next campaign. Oh my
0: fucking god.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, anyway, anyway, Midnight Sun, Twilight, Edward is a creepazoid. <gasps> okay, so
0: what? like the book starts off with just immediately Edward like rambling pretentiously about his disdain for high school and oh other and other various human mentalities, which is like I mean Then why, were- go? why go? It's like weren't you human too? At you- one point? He like, I know he was turned when he was, like, 17, so, ooh, people are going to think that you're a child, why are you not at high school? But Nobody like, will think that. He's he- supposed to be, like, chiseled and, like, masculine and stuff, so it's like, yeah. why even bother? God. Like, just, like, we've talked about this, why not
1: just, like, even to him it doesn't make sense. Like, I was waiting, I was reading through this, like, are they going to justify
0: why they're pretending no. to be high school students? And they never do! Mm-mm. They never do! No, and Rosalie says something about having to start over her sophomore year of high school, and I'm like, why? You're like 35.
1: <laughs> it's like, you look 35. Nobody... Like, just pretend to be the teacher. Wouldn't that be a little bit more fun than pretending oh, to you be a student?
0: And oh. I cannot even begin to imagine uh, following, like, uh, um, Breaking Dawn, where... Renesme gets all grown up and has to start going to high school with her parents.
1: Oh god. And
0: <laughs> I love that one head cannon where
1: she's like where she's talking to somebody and she's like, "Yeah, my name's Renesme." And they're like, "That's a weird name." And she's like, "Yeah, my mom was super high when she gave me that name." <laughs> and then like Bella sitting a few rows down just glaring. <laughs> uh. But that's the insanity. It doesn't help that it, in Midnight Sun, it doesn't pay Edward any better. And Dude, he's such a jerk. And he's like, Rosalie was just thinking about herself and I was like, shut your mouth like of course she's just thinking about yourself you're compromising because you popped a boner for the first time rosalie was
0: thinking as usual about herself she'd caught sight of her profile in the reflection off someone's glasses and she was mulling over her own perfection rosalie's mind was a shallow pool of few surprises i mean rosalie's gorgeous and edward's just jealous yeah. Oh,
1: Edward can never be as beautiful as Rosalie. Let's all agree with that here. I saw a
0: YouTube comment that said Edward would be a hot lesbian, and <laughs> yeah, let's just do Bella and whatever the gender bend version of him was. What was it, Edith? Esther. I think it
1: was. I think it was Esther. Esther. That, you know what? I would just read a Twilight reimagined, but it's actually Alice, and that's the. <gasps> I would that, love
0: that. Alice has so, l- so much more chemistry with Bella than.
1: Like so Edward Edward did. does. Yeah, let's be honest. Let's be Les- honest. Let's be honest. Hey, I I see what you guys did there. I think it's more like, by the way, they had more chemistry. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's that's the love tri- that's the love triangle of this new Twilight. It's between Alice, Jasper, and Bella until they decide that polyamory is probably the best it's way to the go. Way to go. You
0: know, with Jacob in the mix, why doesn't everybody just have a big orgy? <laughs> Well because, the,
1: well, because technically they're underage, but, you know, whatever. Didn't stop oh, yeah, Stephen true. King.
0: Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I uh, don't need to bring that up. Going back through my notes. Uh, his introductory scene gives us a more intimate look at the co- other Collins. Not that there is much worth knowing, but it does establish that Edward frequently has conversations with his adopted siblings via mind reading, as well as mm-hmm. his generally negative opinion of all of them, excluding Alice which Jas- I like, Jasper I, I, takes a moment to daydream about murdering girls which only further drives home the fact that none of these people should be in high school. Exactly. Oh my god.
1: I that whole scene made me that whole scene made me uncomfortable because of how sensual it is. Yeah,
0: it's like, like he popped a straight up just whole boner in the middle yeah. of the cafeteria thinking about killing a girl.
1: Yeah, <laughs> next to his girlfriend too.
0: uh, sister girlfriend and then and then like i i don't even think they vocalized it or anything but then alice is like i know you didn't kill you're not gonna kill her in the future Mm. it's like
1: because i can see into the future and that makes me by far the most powerful vampire in our group and yet my and yet the author will constantly come up come up with ways to cripple that
0: oh my god um i have i have the book open um and Alice is trying to, like, dissuade Jasper from wanting to kill her. And she goes, it helps if you think of them as people. Her name is Whitney, she has a baby sister she adores, and her mother invited Esme to the garden party, do you remember? And Jasper goes, I know who she is.
1: <laughs> He's just like, I know who she is, idiot. <laughs> oh, no my... remorse. No. God. It's, it, it, this whole first introductory chapter does not get... Does not make Edward look good in the slightest, and he I doesn't know make that's any what- of them look good except
0: Atlas. There yeah. are actual chapters that you can tell were written before other chapters, like out of order, because I think the later ones, after uh, Edward like resigns to, oh no, I'm in love with this girl, <laughs> uh, he he starts like having inner conversations that are actually kind of humorous, and it gives like, his otherwise lackluster prose some, uh, some personality.
1: Personally, I like all the times that Emmett, like, gave Edward shit for being so pretentious. Yes. Yes. I and love like, Emmett. I love all of Emmett's, like, like, I can just imagine him 30% of the time, he, like, what I don't understand is, like, when they talk to each other through mind reading, it's like, are they, is Edward outright doing telepathy with these idiots?
0: Well, no, because um, the way that it's explained in the book is that he's hearing their thoughts and then responding out loud, but he says it in a tone of voice that humans can't hear. But you'll- He speaks
1: too fast. He speaks too quiet. And it's like so quietly that people will think he's murmuring to himself and walk away faster.
0: I love that that, that Meyer just like paints the Cullens as these just- socially inept dipshits. Despite Especially, being on the planet
1: for so long, you would think they'd learn social
0: skills. Well... Yeah,
1: and they look down on everybody. They keep saying the humans, and they treat them like they're different, completely different species from them, despite the fact that they all used to be human, too.
0: Right? And Here's the- here's something. Um, it's humorous how Meyer will occasionally, if unintentionally, hint that the Cullens are considered absolute creeps by literally everyone else. They're standoffish, arrogant, and socially inept. And if it weren't for their supernatural gorgeousness, they would absolutely be bullied into another dimension.
1: <laughs> they would, and it would be fantastic.
0: The vampire would... thing notwithstanding, they're like actually just really uncomfortable people. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, and and it's like it's the only thing that's really saving them is the fact that they're all so good looking.
0: They're like good looking just and rich. And great. Yeah. And, like, for some reason, Edward's just really good at gaslighting people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, like, and it's funny, too, because this whole first chapter is when he first locks eyes with Bella. I don't know even know how to describe it. It's like, I guess he
0: likes her? No, well, Maybe? It, it's so weird because, like, he looks at her and he's like, God, she's the most boring fucking person I've ever seen. Who but gives I guess a I shit? love her. And then and then he realizes that he can't read her thoughts, and then he freaks the fuck out. Which,
1: which makes it funny, because it's just like,
0: it's like, of
1: course, like, I said, again, I'm gonna be fair enough, if I was a mind reader and all of a sudden I met somebody whose mind I can't read, I'd be intrigued too. Edward yeah. just goes about it the worst possible way. Like he does everything. Yeah, Exactly. That's just t- that's, that's just, just his tree. He's just an asshole. <laughs> <Whoop>. <laughs> and it's even funnier because every sing every single person is thinking about Bella. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, geez. that sounds realistic. I, I was, I, I was making fun of the fact. Uh, actually, I wasn't even talking about Twilight. I was talking about the book Beautiful Creatures, Ooh. Uh, which is a horrible, horrible book, and I hope neither of you ever read it in your lives. Because oh, I have.
1: I have oh, all of them. She, I'm so she, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, I, I mean, I've, I've heard of the movie, but I've, I've heard of the books and never, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. whatever. i just went about my day.
0: In the book, when the new girl shows up, that is all anybody can talk about. Just the only thing. Because, oh my god, she's so weird. She wears maxi dresses and Converse shoes and has dark hair. Who the fuck does she think she is?
1: I that's the same thing. But no, wasn't it also because she was like the daughter of a family that was like kind of an outcasted family
0: and stuff, and so they're like, "What the heck?" She she like roll up to school in her hearse, and I don't know. First of all, radical. Yeah, Mm. I wish that were me.
1: (laughs) Same. It's like I too wish I could drive up on a hearse, but that but Bella doesn't have that. She's just kind of this boring.
0: boring. I mean, like. Unless the town is literally so small that the chief of police is, like, some local celebrity, Mm -hmm. then I really cannot imagine a town where, or or even a high school, where somebody new comes in and they're just like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing that's happened to me all year. (laughs) This is the best thing
1: that's ever happened to me in my whole entire life, Ever.
0: I like how the, I the, the movie takes it like a whole million steps farther by having whatever that guy's name is, the Mike. token Asian guy. Uh oh, like I love take... Mike. No, Eric, Mike, Eric. Mike's the, Eric. Mike's the, guy. Uh, Mike's uh, the white guy. Mike's the
1: boring white er, guy. Eric is the Asian kid and I think Tyler was the black kid. Tyler's the you know, black kid. She she's got a whole she's got a whole ray of she's got a whole uh she's got, got, a, of boys. Boys. <laughs> she's got a whole <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream.
0: Uh. <laughs> bad uh, but, but no eric like walks up and takes a picture of her and he's like this is gonna be great for the article for the front page of the school newspaper
1: it's like really like... oh yeah and then like and then i think i think if i remember in the movie like bella everybody like jessica and mike are laughing at this really stupid joke she makes like it's the funniest thing they've ever heard <laughs> so yeah. funny yeah, I love but- how they did that in the movie because Jessica clearly is more into Mike and is only hanging around her because Mike is there and stuff and is just like totally not caring which is like super high school. Yeah, and speaking of who- speaking of which the- I don't like how they paint as like the only hanging out with Bella to get closer to Mike. It- it's just like, that's just setting yourself up but then again, high school drama. I, I just
0: basically don't like what they do with Jessica, in general, probably because she reminds me of a lot of classmates I've had. Yeah. Um, Like, like, and she's not even an antagonist. She's just a bitch. She's just there. She's just there to, like, be
1: mean. She's another
0: one of these, like, sad, generic stereotypes that have, like, no value.
1: They're all mannequins.
0: They really are. Except
1: the colors—they're stone. They're just statues. I, okay, there we
0: go. I love how, it, reading this from Edward's perspective, like you'd think that she would take the opportunity to go through delving more into her particular flavor of vampire lore, but the way that Edward and his family talk about being vampires just sounds like a live journal role, role play. Yes, it does like, none of them sound like they are being genuine. They're, like, everything is so melodramatic.
1: I like, know. Espe- especially the scene where they discuss whether or not to kill Bella. Ugh. I
0: think, that- I think I've told you about the TV show that the pilot I wrote where um, the main characters are vampires, but they live in a trailer. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. trash yeah. vans. And... Uh, being a vampire is the most insufferable thing in the world because you have to, like, register with Social Security for a good five years before you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, even something as stupid as, like, how vampirism affects their daily lives beyond, ooh, the thirst. It's like, like month- that would really... That would, that would add, but Edward keeps referring to himself as a monster and showing his razor-sharp teeth, which, he doesn't have fangs, none of them do. Yeah. <sighs>
1: it, it's, disappointing. It's, it's, I don't know what to make of this book, because not only does it not go any further into the vampire lore, it just it it's like, didn't any of the Cullens, like, learn okay, we gotta adapt to the kids and stuff like that. No. We can't,
0: How do you do
1: fellow <laughs> kids? no how because
0: do do? Meyer actually and I have a clip of this from the book Ooh, it's it me. um but it's w- when Edward breaks into her house at one point and decides that he's oh, um yeah. at the I time I had become a vampire trading my soul and my mortality for immortality and the searing pain of transformation I had truly been frozen and then he goes on to explain how Literally your personality, your likes and your dislikes and everything about you is just set in stone. Mm-hmm. And how it nothing will change unless you fall in love. In which case, as soon you as you fall in totally. love, no, as soon as you fall in love, that's it. You're in love for the rest of eternity.
1: Wow, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. But- I know.
1: I I've read that and I'm just like, that's a really melodramatic way of looking at it, considering the fact that at this point he doesn't even know if Bella likes him back. He's extremely lucky she does, because I'm holding to it. She's a masochist.
0: Mm -hmm. She really is, because she goes out of her way to self-sacrifice in
1: in really kind of unnecessary and stupid ways. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because
0: I mean, like her mom wants to travel around the country with her boyfriend. All right, you're seventeen years old. Stay at home.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. That's what we were talking about. She could have just waited a year until Bella graduated. It's not that big of a deal. And Edward goes on, when they, we get his version of the thing, he calls her selfless. And I'm like, How? no. How is that selfless? That's more or less just punishing herself for no reason.
0: Yeah, she he, he says that she is a martyr who doesn't like an audience to her suffering. She is her own audience. She yeah. loves She's to just- loving She's loving it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Especially have... when you- It makes neither of them look good, honestly. It's... Oh, can we talk about in the first chapter how Edward goes on pages and pages describing how he plans to kill Bella and the rest of the class? Yes.
0: Uh... He- it Just like- He gets a big ol' fucking sniff of this girl and then- I know I
1: know it's like it's like page six.
0: After a page of Edward's bland banter with his sister, he notices Bella, blah blah blah. Um and- he f- it's not until the biology class scene where he takes a big sniff of her and fantasizes about killing the entire classroom. He thinks about killing his classmates for an uncomfortable amount of time and begins to ramble about how much he hates Bella and how horrible his life is. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wrote, like, a huge, I wrote, like, a huge note, too, about that, but I was just more focusing on, like, the fact that he's spending more than a page thinking about all the ways he can kill, and he even goes into details about how he'd go about it. It's, like, that's way, it's, like, if this is the monster, if this is his monstrous side speaking, it would not be this, like, calculated. Mm Mm-hmm and planned out and that's what creeps me out the most about this scene
0: because Meyer tries to paint his vampirism as like feral instinct like he's a wild animal or something yeah but yeah. he demonstrates on numerous occasions that he has this he absolutely has the self control mm-hmm. to to do these things he just like waxes poetic about how tortured he is and yeah and like i uh. he's honestly a sociopath
1: He is. It's like, I was predator, she was prey. Nothing else in the world but the truth.
0: Speaking of predator, can we talk about how he goes to talk to the school secretary and she thinks about sexing him when he's 17 years old? Yeah, Mm -hmm. she has
1: to constantly keep reminding herself not to think of him that way, and I'm just like, uh... Uh, Edward, you, you might want to like anonymously let people know about this woman or do you not care that much because even you know that even I hope you know that pedophilia is bad but considering breaking down where he's okay with Jacob and his daughter, I'm not sure. It's no, okay
0: because she matures at a faster rate than every other child.
1: Oh god! Oh god! I, cool. I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have so many choices. Oh. I,
0: I I did once read a fan fiction. Funny, it was um, it, it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was uh, it was it was a commentary on Breaking Dawn where um, Renesmee turns seven, and so she's like a fully formed, and so like they just send her off to go have sex with Uncle Jacob, and she's like really un- made uncomfortable. By the fact, because like in her mind, she's still kind of a child, and she's like, I don't know what's happening, and I don't like this, and it's just yes. like it's
1: it doesn't it this book it definitely doesn't help it doesn't it doesn't paint Edward as there were times where I did kind of find myself liking the prose, but not liking the person it's attached.
0: There were there were times where I could fool myself into re really enjoying when he was talking to Bella, but mostly from like the stance of a artist writer. Where I was just imagining the two of them being very casual, like smiling and saying all of this stuff complete in jest. Mm-hmm. Where he he's like saying these really cryptic things, but he's saying it in a way that's kind of like jaunty so mm-hmm. that she doesn't, you know, suspect anything. But then he just says all this shit like completely dead serious. Like if you were I hanging his- if you were hanging out with a guy and, and he started like dropping weird, like Edward Edwardian <laughs> Edwardian <laughs> hints that I'm not good for you. What if I'm the villain? Would it just be like, alright, man, just show me your DeviantArt account. Let's get it on.
1: (laughs) It's like, cool, buddy. Damn it. It's like, it's it's cool. It's fine. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. What is this? Like, you ain't Thanos? You ain't Loki? You ain't any of those guys. You're
0: Batman.
1: (laughs) He's Batman now. I'm so excited about Robert Pattinson being Batman. I want
0: I love how their other
1: choice... I want a whole scene with all of the bat clan just playing baseball
0: and <laughs> Superman black hole playing in the background. <laughs> oh <good laughs> while they play
1: Gotham baseball.
0: Going back to Midnight Sun, I, I think that aside from like the frequency in which, Ed, uh, almost said Edgar, uh, <laughs> yes, Edward. Fuck, Edward. Like thinks about. Like, he like extols Bella's non virtues, where it's I like, he, he, as often he as he does that. Only second does he. Think about killing Mike. <laughs> there are so many instances where he thinks about killing
1: Mike. Oh, yeah, when he's, like, just talking to her and then he, he imagines, like, snapping him. And I'm like, whoa, Edward, He's just, I know he's, like, being a creep on her, but... Seriously, he's there not are scenes where anything. he's not even being a
0: creep, and, and yeah. was just like, "I thought about smashing his skull in my hand."
1: It's <laughs> like Jesus. Like it's even before he he has to be told he's in love with her, if you can even call it that, because he's already being like really protective and really upset that he can't read her mind. I like how and he, then he
0: is a ninety year old man, and it took him reading Mike's thoughts to understand the emotion that is jealousy. <laughs> I know, that
1: was- Oh my god, there are so many parts where I actually unintentionally started laughing. Oh yeah. And I I was like out loud and people were just like, What are you laughing at? I'm like, nothing!
0: I would like to point out my favorite line from this entire book. Is when he is talking to Bella after he returns from Alaska. Um, He says, When I'd glared at her last, my eyes had been black with thirst. When you glared at her last, how often have you been... Actually, you know what? We've been reading this book the entire time. We know exactly how often you've been glaring at her, which is every single opportunity you're given. Can
1: we talk about Tanya? Is it Vanya or Tanya? Tanya. Tanya. Can we talk about the chemistry between them? Because that is... It's amazing, because he has more chemistry with this girl who shows up for one chapter than he does with Bella throughout the entire book. Isn't that remarkable how that happened? I know! It's crazy!
0: It's actually, like, super jarring, because they have really cute banter, and they, like, flirt with each other, and it feels very natural, as opposed to literally any interaction he has with Bella.
1: I know. It's obvious he does on some level return, he just doesn't like the fact that she's all about the sex. Because he's a good Christian boy, apparently. It's like, this woman, is this beautiful woman who you have great chemistry with, you get along great, and she's a vampire, too, so you don't have to worry about breaking her. Right? It's and like, well, why? Tanya is like, it's perfect for you. She's practically spreading her legs for you, and he's going like, no, I must angst about must, Musty Bella Swan.
0: I like how the entire scene with Edward and Tanya is just... Any scene of Shadow and Rouge the Bat talking to each other just at all.
1: <laughs> just like in general, and not even the SnapCube version.
0: No, yeah. That's how it reads to me, is like while I was reading it, that's just kind of like this the scenario I was imagining is just like this brooding ass angsty motherfucker and this big titted busty succubus rolls up and she's like, Hey and they have like vague <laughs> They have, like, vague banter.
1: It's like they have vague maybe flirtatious if he wasn't so- He kisses her. Yeah, on the cheek. And I'm just like, wow, okay, way to send her, like, mixed messages there. You tell her you don't like her and then, or, like, you don't return her feelings and then you kiss her on the cheek? Mm -hmm. Is that, like, a vampire custom or something? Because it certainly doesn't seem that way. It seems like you say, I would totally return your feelings, but right now I gotta go brood.
0: Hold on a sec. Give me a minute. I have to go brood over there for, like, three hours. (laughs) Hey, sorry I wasn't able to come to class. I had to go to Alaska and brood.
1: I wish that was my excuse. Hey, sorry, I can't go to work today. I gotta go to Alaska and brood.
0: Sorry guys, I can't go in today. I need to stay home and
1: brood. Hey, sorry guys, I can't go to the ceremony. I have to go into the forest and brood. I have to just sit down and scream into the void. <laughs> No, I was going to say, it's like, it's funny. There's, I want to talk about Tanya so much because she just seems more like a fun person. Edward all but slut shames her is the thing. It's like that implication that he talks about the fact that she sleeps with so many men and that she's thinking about doing all these nasty things to Edward. And it's like he's vaguely slut shaming her. Also, he's like
0: into it. Like he's like, into it. Like he, he like mentions a couple times so he like calls her a succubus, I think, and she's like yeah, the original.
1: Bitch, the succubus legend has been around longer than you have.
0: Right. Honestly like, though, as soon as she said the original, I was just like, I love this one. I want to make her my girlfriend and I want <laughs> to protect me from dudes looking at me right
1: mm-hmm. it's like if kyle ain't protected me tanya
0: will Hell yeah. Rosalie isn't. why it's, it's are like, so many of the vampire women just like perfect girlfriends for all of these dude- for everybody who is not these bland ass dudes except for M-
1: i i i don't know like edward has the perfect girlfriend just sitting there in alaska waiting for him waiting for him like she has the rose petals and everything she's making it all romantic like and and he'd rather watch some random girl sleep sleep at her like when she's at her worst i love that scene where he yeah i love that scene where he like chastises himself for going to watch bella sleep and i i'd like to imagine she's at her worst state Like, her hair's all messy, she's drooling a little bit. Like, you know that scene from Frozen where Anna wakes up? Yeah. She looks like that. He did describe her as
0: wearing, like, ratty-ass sweatpants, which is, like, the height of- Yes, it is.
1: Edward just has
0: really, really low standards because he's surrounded by all these supermodel gorgeous women. And then, like, the moment, uh, like, the most bland person in the universe comes up, he's just like, ugh
1: ooh, bland, you It's like, I can control her. I think, yeah, I... It was always funny to me that he was describing Bella in all these poetic terms, like, she's so kind and selfless, and I'm like... Is she? And it's like, I, Selfless is kind of putting it, and kind, because, like, if, having read Twilight, it's clear she's not that kind. Yeah. Because she was more ecstatic about the fact that Mike, she had to tell Mike that Jessica liked her off her ass.
0: Through her conversations with Mike, I was able to add the most important quality my list. The most revealing of them all, as simple as it was rare, Bella was all <laughs> of the other things added up to that whole kind and self-effacing and unselfish and loving and brave she was good through and through these helpful <laughs> discoveries however did not warm me to the boy no my god <laughs> edward oh. you
1: psychopath I want to punch you, but I'll break my hand if I do. The possessive... her.
0: Oh, and, and that's great because um I'm just going to read this paragraph here because it's Go comedy goal. These helpful discoveries did not warm me to the boy, however. The possessive way he viewed Bella, as if she was an acquisition to be made, provoked Uh-oh. me almost as much as his crude fantasies about her. He was becoming more confident of her, too, as the time passed. For she seemed to prefer him over his other considerable rivals. Tyler Crowley, Eric Yorkie, and even, sporadically, myself. He would routinely <laughs> sit on her side of our table before class began, chattering at her, encouraged by her smiles. Just polite smiles, I told myself. All the same, I frequently amused myself by imagining backhanding him across the room into the far <laughs> wall. <I'm> like,
1: wow. <laughs> Oh my god, that whole that whole paragraph just makes me so upset, because he's so possessive of and then her, he's and he's like, oh. And Mike, he's calling he out. Possessive.
0: He gets so upset about Mike saying, I don't like the way Edward looks at you. He looks like you. He looks at you like you're something to eat. And, and that's literally like, his whole thing. That is, yeah. that's their entire relationship. It's uh, yeah. just like, they're forbidden love. And they're forbidden love. <sighs> One time yeah, I went yeah, to the kitchen and made myself a bowl of soup, and I fell in love I, with it. And
1: time the the cashier gave me my change and I just, it was love at first sight. (laughs) Okay, but still, that's relatable.
0: One time I bought a ticket (laughs) at the movie theater and the lady behind the ticket booth said, I hope you enjoy the movie and she smiled and I knew that she wanted me. Oh god, that's like (laughs) that's,
1: Oh, uh, oh, that's real.
0: Yeah, it it is incredibly real. I know too well as a server.
1: (laughs) Oh god, I have had, and that's why Yes, and that's why I don't work at the casino anymore. Because Quebec men are assholes.
0: I, going back to Midnight Sun. I'm sorry.
1: No, that's um, fine. I'm, this I'm, is,
0: I'm just scrolling this is through my notes. the pod.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm like trying to find, trying to find my favorite. I know we're like, I know we're jumping around a lot, but there's too much to talk about. I can't go through this. They're like
0: large swaths of, like. Just things about Edward and the way he views everything that, uh, like, it comes up every so often, but, like, you can just talk about it once, and you've talked about the entire thing. Yep. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's the same thing with Twilight, too. It's like, we've pretty much talked about everything wrong with the book. We're not even, halfway we're only halfway. halfway.
0: Like, everybody, like... everybody already knows exactly what's wrong with Twilight, and so I think it's a bit pointless to go and rehash that so i'm gonna try and just pick up on newer things and maybe just like incidental things to just laugh at mm-hmm. because i mean
1: that's the only way to get through this book really yeah
0: what in this exact same scene where he thinks about backhanding mike immediately after he i'll just read this
1: <clears throat> go ahead
0: i saw her life as i had before college career love marriage I saw her on her father's arm again, dressed in gauzy white, her face flushed with happiness as she moved to the sound of Wagner's march. The pain was more than anything i felt before. A human would have to be on the point of death to feel this pain. A human
1: human would not live through it.
0: Ah, yes, of
1: course, Edward. You are the only one who's ever felt pain like this. You are a hundred and something years old. You have been on this planet longer than your grandparents. It's not that usual. You read people's thoughts all the time. You should know people are just as dramatic as you. No, no one is as dramatic as me. The
0: fury ached for some kind of physical outlet. Through this insignificant, undeserving, though this insignificant, undeserving boy not be the one that Bella would say yes to, I would yearn to crush his skull in my hand, to let him stand as representative for whoever it would be. I didn't understand this emotion. It was such a tangle of pain and rage and desire and despair. I had never felt it before, and I couldn't put a name to it. And then he, he says, I would have enjoyed that under other circum." She rejects him. I would have enjoyed that under other circumstances, but I was lost in the aftershock of the pain and the remorse.
1: <laughs> I, I was angsting too much to realize she re- didn't actually really like him.
0: The remorse for what the pain and rage had done to me. Alice was right. I was not strong enough. Right now Alice would be watching the future spin and twist, become mangled again.
1: Would this please her? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm you know what, if I could rewrite this book, I would it would just be like Edward is exactly the same, but he knows that his siblings don't take him that seriously like every time he starts angsting and then it turns out he does actually have telepathy with them yeah. but only the va- other vampires and they will like tell him Edward you're angsty again or like oh my god Edward shut the fuck up Edward i can hear doing you all- it again it's like god damn it Edward shut the fuck up i can hear you all the way in history <sighs> i'm trying to listen to stuff i've already lived through it's like Edward shut up i'm trying to dissect a frog here and it's a very and it's a very hard process
0: Improvising a fucking sonnet and everybody's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Please it's like, stop.
1: It's like, oh my god, Edward, we've been through this. Why do you keep doing this to yourself?
0: Everyone, it's time for my nightly soliloquy. Oh god.
1: <laughs> it's like, God damn it, can we just put this guy in some lead so we can't hear his thoughts? Is there any way if only we could fight figure out a way to tune him out? I think what? this needs to be
0: brought up. Saw snail today. Effervescent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll put this in my poetry book. Oh God, I thought we burned that thing.
0: Oh my God! They find Edward's fucking scrapbook. It's full of.
1: It's full of pictures of, like, brown-haired girls because he's got a type. Oh, and yeah. the, and
0: it's, like, old man Facebook profile selfies from that, like, creepy angle where he's, like, <laughs> slightly out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, it's a bunch of Polaroids of exactly that where he's, like, looking down at the camera and there's, like, a good two inches of negative space above him. And you can't <laughs> yeah. see his neck. It's just his hair. And he's just, like, kind of frowning. I,
1: will, I will want to say, like, you know that scene where um, where Bella almost gets killed by the truck and everything? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no, not her! And anyone I, I, I <laughs> Anyone! <laughs> Literally anybody. No. But what I found funny is that that, c- that scene is uh, much more comprehensible than what it was in the book. Because I, honest to God, thought he threw her. <laughs> like, I didn't <clears throat> realize that he just, like like, held on to her and pushed, pushed them both out of the way. Like, I didn't understand that scene when Bella was just describing it, but through Edward, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. I wonder it's if that still stupid as fuck. It might Maybe, have been. Yeah. Because Bella didn't understand what was happening either. I That's like true. I
0: like the scene in the movie where um it's happening and Edward just, like, rushes in front of her and stops the truck and then fucking bounces. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like... <laughs> alright, and then she goes he to the hospital even... and she, he's like, you hit your head. No, she didn't. Like, honestly the angle that, that it was filmed at, that van, it would have been lucky if it hit her.
1: That may- Honestly, that makes it even funnier. Because it's like, he didn't even have to worry. It's like, she probably would have been fine. This whole scene where he's like, purposefully gaslighting her,
0: Ugh.
1: too, from his perspective makes it worse.
0: And then he's like, applauding himself for being so good at gaslighting people.
1: It's like I'm the best at it. It's funny that he's treating her as if she's different, but like anybody with half a brain cell probably would have noticed,
0: right? I was standing like, right next to you, you Bella. A- I knew from experience that if I was very confident as I lied, it made any questioner questioner less sure of the truth.
1: Oh, okay. So you got this to a science. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what really like blew my mind. He's like, oh, so you're doing this intentionally then. That doesn't make you any better, Edward. That makes it worse. It's like, God damn it, Edward, I was trying to give you the benefit of a doubt, but if Twilight's anything to go by, you're wor- This is bad. I this love is Twilight. why everybody...
0: Yeah. I have no idea how out of the 80 years that he's been a vampire who can read fucking minds that he has either been so socially isolated or just so disturbingly unobservant that Bella is like the first person he's ever met who like looks at his face without, you know, having a debilitating orgasm. Yeah, cuz like
1: <laughs> no, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure she's not the first person. He no, has like he is. has like this
0: whole thing where he he's like sh- when she notices that his eyes have changed color. Um
1: Oh, yeah, and then he's just like, no one's ever noticed that before. He's like, yeah, because she's paying attention, and she's sitting right next to you. Yeah. Geez. and you, plus, And plus, you wouldn't stop staring at her, and she wouldn't stop staring <clears throat> at you. Of course she was going to notice. I'd sat
0: beside humans for two years now at this school, and she was the first one to examine me closely enough to note the change in my eye color. The others, or she was the... while admiring the beauty of my family, tended to look down quickly when we returned their stairs. They shied oh, yeah. away, blocking the details of our appearances in an instinctive endeavor to keep themselves from understanding.
1: It's like he treats humanity as if they're, like, animals or something, and- like they're all the same. It's like no, Edward, you've been to only small towns. Usually, a lot of people are very close-minded, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have probably noticed, but you're too busy disassociating and brooding to notice that they noticed. Yeah. Or they're just like, or they're just like, hey, has anybody ever noticed that the Cullens' eyes always change color? and they're, like, they're just eh. weird larpers.
0: Nah. Don't think about it.
1: It's like, look, just don't think about it. I no, love, like, the, the, the Cullens are just like
0: these weird, like the weird goth kids who tell everybody that they're like vampires and witches and werewolves and shit, and they wear colored contact lenses. You know, writing a book where the main character is significantly more monstrous than this, mm-hmm. you can, thinking about how a actual normal human being would rationalize something so strange, instead of just immediately going, Oh my god, it's a vampire! Like if you see a guy who is really pale and pretty and has like colored contact lenses in, you would just be like, "That guy's fucking weird," and I don't want to talk to him. That yeah, still-
1: that's a that's a guy who's really that's either an actor about a vampire in a play about vampires, or he's just really into vampires, or he's, he's a cosplayer.
0: Category. Yeah. I, I went yeah. to the mall one time and there were a whole bunch of people cosplaying from homestuck and my first instinct was an Oh my god, trolls are real <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. Like Edward doesn't give people the benefit of the doubt. Like I will say I'm not saying that the people here are stupid. It's just that they're probably rationalizing it because yeah. here's the thing, he doesn't mention. Humans are very logical. They're going to come up they're going to come up with something that, you know, satiates them. Yeah. But it's not it's not like And Bella's the only one who's called him out on it, because there is no way he can bullshit his way out of, like, stopping a truck.
0: The thing is, Bella is exactly socially awkward enough to actually go after him for this, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're both so stunted in, like, their, like, social skills that they both have- such a shit time communicating to each other, but they're both like so enraptured. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that if Bella saw a guy with like a prosthetic arm, she'd like confront him about it.
1: God. It's like I lost it in an accident, Jesus.
0: Yeah, what kind of accident?
1: <laughs> it's like a car accident. It killed my parents. I watched my, I watched my little
0: sister's head get decapitated. <laughs> what kind of car was it? It's like. Leave me alone. <laughs> My boyfriend's <a> vampire. <laughs> it's
1: like I don't. What does that have to do with anything? Oh God, I. This uh, like this whole midnight sun like honestly makes Edward look ten times worse. The fact that he's actually he's genuinely confused about why Bella doesn't like him. Why? And, like why it, she's angry? Like me. Well, like, like he
0: no. spends a good portion of the book like hating her and trying to convince her to hate him. And, like, and then all of a sudden he does, like, a heel turn and he's just, like, her best friend.
1: Yeah, and then he's also very confused about when she calls him out on it. And from her, and from his perspective, that scene is even funnier. I, like, I applauded Bella for, like, calling him out on his bullshit. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Edward is genuinely shocked. he shook. <clears throat> he shook. About the fact that she hates the fact that he's giving her mixed signals.
0: Wow. Got called out by a white bitch today. Effervescent.
1: (laughs) It's like, it was the worst time. It's like, oh god. And he calls himself out for wanting to, like, see her again. He's like, like a stalker. An obsessed stalker. Uh,
0: No, he goes on to say an obsessed vampire stalker, which just makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: It's like, yeah, no shit. He has
0: a few moments of self-reflection that are actually very funny. Uh, this one in particular, uh, it was a quiet ride to school. Jasper could tell that Alice was upset about something, but he knew if she wanted to talk about it, she would have done so already. Emmett and Rosalie were oblivious, having another, m- another of their moments gazing into each other's eyes with wonder. It was rather disgusting to watch from the outside. We were all quite well aware how desperately in love they were. Or maybe I was just being bitter because I was the only one alone. Some days it was harder than others to live with three sets of perfectly matched lovers. This was one of them. Maybe they would be happier without me hanging around. They'll temperate and belligerent as the old man as I should be now.
1: <laughs> it's like Carlisle was like, "Hey." Esme, do you think it's a good idea to be housing two couples with one single guy? Nah, I'm sure it's fine.
0: It's and then cool. they like they they like go through his like internet post history and it's just like nothing but I saw a bitch on the side of the road today and I
1: didn't <laughs> smile at her.
0: It it's it's funny too cuz they
1: barely call her Bella. They all even after Edward learns her name, they all call continue call her the girl or he continues to call her the girl. I
0: think Meyer was too uncomfortable with the fact that she was continuously referring to Bella by her name because yeah, she didn't want to like, overuse it uh,
1: yeah I, I get that I really do but it doesn't stop her from when it's Bella's point of view to constantly call Edward Edward I'm trying to find my favorite scene when like the whole con- can we talk about the confrontation everybody does like they basically give Edward a intervention to basically spell out for him You are in love with Bella, you idiot.
0: And then he freaks the fuck out in the most overdramatic way possible, where he, like, flips the table and runs out screaming. (laughs) And And that's not even even an exaggeration, because it's essentially what he does. He just runs out of the house and into the forest. (laughs) Yeah. That's
1: my favorite scene, because it's like everybody's already picking sides and, like, And, like, Jasper and Rosalie are so set to kill Bella for what, not saying, I guess.
0: (laughs) Do Do these people not realize that, uh, not only do people not believe in vampires, but if some random girl was going around saying that some random family was vampires, anybody would believe it? Yeah, it's just like,
1: yeah, sure. No, the twist was the no, I'm still holding out that the twist should have been the whole town knew and just didn't care because they weren't eating people, so. Mm -hmm. And they're like, wait a minute, you guys knew? It's like, I mean, you guys aren't very subtle about it.
0: Yeah, I saw you in my backyard the other day, (laughs) like, suplexing a cougar. That was pretty sick, (laughs) but like, man.
1: Like, I think you you guys took out the cougar that was trying to, like, eat my little girl so I wasn't gonna say anything. I do like the scene
0: where, um, Edward and Emmett have to go on, like, this bro trip out into the middle of nowhere, and Edward just watches Emmett fight a bear. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that happens in this book, but I wanted a whole chapter about that.
0: You know what? Can we just have, like, an entire book about Emmett being fucking cool? Um, <laughs> Emmett's, Emmett's always cool? Yeah, but, like, I want a whole book about it.
1: I want a whole book about, like, just Emmett and Rosalie doing cool stuff. Can we just talk about how
0: in Breaking Dawn, Rosalie and Jacob had, like, this weird, like, odd couple thing going on when they were both taking care of Renesmee? Where they were, like, her actual parents and they were, like, fighting and they had vague chemistry?
1: yes oh yeah it's like oh i uh, you know this i like this thing that's going on between us but uh marty engaged this baby rosalie's like that's weird but i'm not gonna question it we're just gonna move on
0: i do really enjoy how jacob and rosalie were basic more attentive to bella's child than either bella or edward were they were too obsessed yeah. with each other yeah and then bella was off going to get fake passports or whatever the fuck with
1: Oh god, we there's so much we can talk about with Breaking Dawn that Oof. I'm just like as soon as we're done Twilight I'm taking a break. I'm taking like a month break or something. Yes. I'm going I'm going to New York City and I'm going to go watch Phantom of the Opera. At least in that story the girl two main leads actually have chemistry.
0: Yeah, and, and, and no- like they're a little less they're a little less overt about their glamorization of a guy being creepy and stalking a woman.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, a little bit at more... Least it, it's a little bit more, we acknowledge the fact that he's creepy and stalkery and that's why he doesn't get the girl at the end. Eric
0: mm-hmm. is, quite frankly, almost the antagonist but, I mean, go off, Tumblr.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, like tum- it's like Tumblr, he's the, it's almost like Eric is the antagonist and you're not supposed to root for the fact that he, in- he wants to hook up with Christine because he stalks her and kidnaps yeah, her. Yeah,
0: but he's a pariah. I- oh, yeah. I,
1: I I love the fact that he actually thinks about kidnapping ter- her, too, to, like, protect her. And I'm just like, that should not be your plan A. Um Yeah, that should be, like, plan C. That should
0: that be should plan be- no. <laughs> that should
1: be <laughs> plan not in a million years.
0: That should be plan go to fucking jail.
1: <laughs> sh- that's, I'm just like, oh my god. But I love the fact that Alice is the one who has to spell it out to him. That the reason why they need to protect Bella is because she sees them as part of their family. And he's like, and she's just like, but I love her too. I, and he's like, wait, too? I
0: said this to you earlier oh, yeah. when we weren't recording, but I love how when Jasper's talking about killing Bella, Alice is just like, I'm going to be very put out if you kill her. <laughs>
1: It's like, I'm going to be slightly disappointed. I'm going to be
0: so miffed, Jasper, if you kill my best friend in the future. I will be super bombed. But
1: that's it. It's like, she's going to be, like, and that's funny too, because like, whenever I look back at Alice and Bella's relationship, it more or less seems like Alice sees her as like a dress up doll. Yeah. She's always like trying to dress her up and stuff like that, and Bella's always put off by it a little bit. But it's like, in this scene, it really comes off the fact that Alice also saw a future where she left Jasper for Bella, and Bella reciprocated. And that would be great.
0: Yes. I concur. I I think that Twilight in general is just a a book series where every single couple is completely mismatched. Mm
1: -hmm. I know. It's like, let's just rearrange everything, and everything should be fine, and Jacob should stay far, far away from the baby. Yeah. <sighs> that
0: baby just, should just never have existed, to be honest. Oh the my baby, god, the ba-
1: It's like, didn't we- I remember when we brought this up during our uh, D&D chats, where- or one of our Discord chats, where we brought up the fact that he's made of venom, so when they- so when they, you know, did the sex, she should have instantly turned into a vampire. You know,
0: if they were, like, full-on tonguing, mm-hmm. like, she should have turned into a vampire. Yeah, because, yeah, like, <laughs> isn't that how, uh, in one of the Spider-Man series, uh, like, Mary That's Jane Mary gets Jane cancer died. and dies? Because...
1: <laughs> because you, You've never heard of that? No. It, it was, like, supposed to be Spider... It was, like, supposed to be The Dark Knight Returns, but for Spider-Man, and MJ dies because of, uh... Peter Parker's uh, radioactive semen. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> it's like how unfortunate you totally. It's like he's essentially Greg Universe. He killed somebody with his dick. Aww. Oh, at least Greg got like a kid
0: out of it. Yeah, I didn't want to say it like that, but you yeah. did for me. Oh. So. at least Peter Parker got Gwen Stacy and then eventually killed her too.
1: It's like his- it like t- I, you know he's, how he's,
0: um. Uh, The reason, uh, like, the explanation for uh, Jacob being in love with Bella is because Renesmee was inside of her. What if, like, they did the do, and Bella had a kid? Would he yeah. imprint on his own baby?
1: Ugh. Oh, God. Actually, somebody pointed it out. The It's actually the guy who determines the gender of the baby. So he should have so... been in love with Edward. Yes. So he should have been in love with Edward. Well, well, that is I a I found compl- a book called Back Twilight. If any of you want to read it, up that is exactly about that. It's even funny that it's just like, Ed- suddenly Edward Bella's Edward's whole world, and he even it's, says so. Yeah, himself.
0: he he even like mentions it. He's like, I can't believe that yesterday my world was about me and now it's about her, and it- Edward, get a fucking hobby. It's like
1: God damn it, Edward, you don't. Want- and he. It's like, you don't even know her. You can't even read her mind.
0: I think that we need to rewrite Twilight to make it, you know, good, but also, like, more modern and, like, make sense in modern times because, like... Actually, you know
1: what? You know what? This actually would work well as, like, a a um, horror story, but from the perspective of a vampire stalking girl, he's in love
0: with. Mm-hmm. That's just killing and stalking. Like, Everybody thinks it's super romantic, but it's a psychological horror about two people destroying each other's lives. True. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just do it like killing stalking. It works fine.
0: I know, but it's, then, you know, there's always going to be
1: those people that are like, it's so oh, romantic. Oh.
0: I have people like, who, who have hit me up saying that they ship my brother and sister characters in my comics, so I mean, ew. anything is fucking possible. Oh, yeah. Ugh. That's I, uh, always fun. Oh. Can we talk about the incest in Twilight?
1: Oh, we already did, but we can, like, reiterate, because I don't think we went deep enough in how fucked up that is.
0: Mm-mm.
1: It's like, <sighs> I don't understand their rationale. I understand they want to have a family and stuff like that. But if, you if like, the people you're welcoming into your house are still, like, falling in love with each other, you got to come up with a cover story for that. Mm-hmm.
0: Or at least tell them to fucking cool it when they're outside. It's
1: like it's just like like look, I, we know you guys aren't like actually related and everything, but people out there are probably not going to be cool with it unless we're in Alabama. Because aren't
0: aren't isn't there cover story that um Alice, Edward and Emmett are biological siblings and then Jasper and Rosalie are biological siblings?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still weird. It's still weird. It's like it's- it still doesn't make sense cuz people are still going to be be like uh I have questions. Yes. How come you're okay with this? I mean, I understand the whole not blood related thing, but still weird.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like it's like having sex with your stepbrother. Well, oh, I'm
1: pretty there's a there's a fetish for that. Believe me, it's the anime industry has No. <laughs> It's called every. It's a light novel called. I can't believe my uh, de- stepdad turned me into a vampire. And Now I cannot fuck my stepsister, <laughs> vampire stepsister. There probably is a light novel like called that or something, Aww. something stupid like that. Oh my
0: Jesus God!
1: You know, once you put an item of-, of thought into Twilight, nothing makes sense. Aww. Everything, everything is garbage. The-
0: okay, Twilight. Let me just say. It's not good. Like, it's, at best, it's mediocre, but it is not as bad as it has been made out to be since it's, since it came out. Mm -hmm. Um, the hate it got was a little overblown, and I think a little forced, because, yeah, there are significant faults in, like big portions of the plot and characters and stuff where it's just, like, pretty bad. But, Mm. like, I regard Twilight, and I've regarded it uh, since I first read it when I was 12, as just brain candy, where you don't need to think about what you're reading, there's nothing to understand, it's entertaining, Mm -hmm. Uh, you're not getting anything out of it, but, yeah, yeah, it's, it's oh, okay.
1: Pod Pod Kelty summed it up. Podcast over. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Oh That's
1: no! <laughs> it's like Kelty. What have you done?
0: I ruined your podcast. Oh, don't worry. Well, still I mean, we books. were.
1: Pro- oh yeah, we could talk more about the problematic. Well, so technically,
0: we there's five books. Oh, the novella. Oh. The the book about the vampire girl who dies. Like yeah. After oh yeah, the yeah, five yeah minutes. The- And then the gender bend.
1: Oh yeah, the gender bend. Okay, well actually, I wanted to talk something that's been on my mind. Okay, so I was looking on TV tropes, because, you know, what else are you going to do? Yeah. And apparently, when Paramount got the rights to Twilight at the time, they wanted it to be like an action movie. And they were going to be basically a high school version of Underworld. And Bella was going to be a track star who fights vampires and falls in love with Edward, who is a blade type vampire. Nice. And there's like some kind of Korean FBI vampire also introduced. And um, and that was this. It, but Stephanie Meyer said no. And they just got. She wanted a more faithful novel. And I'm just like, I want that version of Twilight. What the fuck? Where are I want I want to live in a universe where they like where they make this completely different movie from the book, and it's like, wow, I can't wait to read the book. Oh, and
0: then everybody's disappointed. Basically, everybody when World War Z came out.
1: Oh yeah, I actually read World War Z, and that was actually pretty good. And I was very disappointed. Where's my zombie mockumentary about after the end of the world or after the zombie?
0: Me, literally every time I think about the Warm Bodies movie.
1: We should. it's like you know what let's take a break from twilight which is what we've already been doing and talk about books that we think are actually because kelty brought up a good point that twilight is actually not that bad it's just a mediocre and, and incompetent and boring mm-hmm. and so is midnight sun but i think what midnight sun has over twilight is that shit actually happens because in most of the book nothing happens in bella's life in edwards there's like bear fights there's like family drama a bit. There's like Mm -hmm. creepy rationalization which if Midnight Sun was post was like published before Twilight people would have thought it was like a horror story of an abuser getting his way. He
0: gets his dad to kidnap a rapist and then dump him in Oregon somewhere.
1: Oh yeah I just remembered. He gets jealous of his dad because he gets to touch her and stuff like that. Oh yeah
0: because he gets to like interact with her in a very basic human way and it's just like calm the
1: fuck down. you can you are like, so dude, you... thirsty. It's like, God damn it! she's like, she's not even worth it. No, really, like, is like her... chill.
0: He's always like, like, I can't touch her because she'll be repulsed by my cold skin. And it's like... It's like... Dude, no? Dude, she's pr- she's probably, like, touched somebody's hand in, like... She's been winter. to the doctor's office. It's I've gotten a pap smear.
1: It's like, I got a pap smear. It's fine, Edward. Don't worry about it. It's frustrating and fascinating. And he... I really got huge, I know this was written before Fifty Shades of Grey, but the fact that he personifies the more feral instincts really reminded me of Anna and her inner goddess.
0: Yeah, I actually have that written down, where he says that, like, like, there's moments where he's like, the monster inside of me rejoiced, and I'm just like, your inner goddess, huh?
1: It's like, ah, that's what, ah, that's what, that's the male version of the inner goddess. That's the exact same note.
0: The monster like, inside me is doing a triple axle off of the <laughs> fucking. Oh <my> God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm. Oh God, I'm struggling to say anything else about this book because it, it really is just Twilight, but making Edward come off more insipid and insane, and I kind of love it for I, it.
0: I, I, I've mentioned that in my notes here and I've brought it up with you Malin. his banter with Bella reads a lot better if you imagine him being more jovial and friendly while also saying cryptic bulls- bullshit with sarcastic retorts his perpetually condescending responses to Bella wouldn't be so uncomfortable if Edward was more of a cocky Danny Zuko type I read oh, a lot of his scenes with, imagine- with her imagining him to be speaking to her very warmly with a huge smirk and casual body language his character would be made so much more likable if it had something to balance out his irrationality irrationality and mood swings and at least give him a little bit of charm beyond just being pretty. While he is brooding and serious when he keeps to himself, being more friendly and joking with Bella would give him some depth and hint at some chemistry between the two of them. However, the transition from him being outwardly antagonistic towards her to being playful and inviting is incredibly abrupt, so even if he was being nicer, it would still be off-putting.
1: Yeah. It just seems like he's doing some of it on purpose, and then some of it, he's doing it unintentionally. Like, he's he's trying to, like, frame it as if it's beauty and the beast between them. Because, like, I love this paragraph right here. I winced at the thought I could never be an average boy. How foolish it was to set myself up as a rival for her affection. Calm down. Pam. How could she ev- have <laughs> how could she ever care for someone who was a as- by any estimation, a monster. She's too good for Edward, a monster. Edward, can you chill the
0: fuck out? Calm down. It's like Panachia.
1: God. Dude, it's like God damn it! You can't do Beauty and the Beast if the Beast is hot too. Well, I There's mean, like-,
0: like depending on what version of it you're reading, but like, yeah, oh yeah, or like, Beastly. Beastly makes me want to be fucking dead.
1: <laughs> beastly makes me want to punch everything.
0: I watched Beastly and I was like. Oh God! It, how horrible! She has to date Nux from Mad Max: Fury Road. What a <laughs> what a horrible life she must lead. Wait a minute. It's <laughs> like my dream. Alex Pettyfer was in <laughs> Mad Max: Fury Road. No, it, no, he just the the beastly formed looked like the War Boys.
1: Oh, because the <sighs> uh, the guy in Warm Bodies was.
0: Yes, Nicholas Holt. Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> so, oh, I just
1: thought, huh, interesting.
0: Have you read Warm Bodies? Yes. Okay, good. I Am I the only one who hasn't read Warm Bodies?
1: Because I need to. Okay,
0: can we just talk about how the author of Warm Bodies got, like, the shaft so hard that, <laughs> like, okay, the the first book, uh the the movie was based on it was like they whoever was making the movie was like this one appealed to the kids so they took all of the like vaguely romantic interaction between the two main characters and Mm -hmm. just put that into the movie and then everything else like the underlying uh the like depression allegories and the character moments and like the political commentary and stuff uh Like, they just threw all that out the window, and it's like, let's make it Twilight, but with a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what we're all here for? Because it's like... I'm so upset because R is genuinely such a good character. Yeah. In my opinion, after reading the second and the third book, boy, if they were to make a sequel to the first movie and try and do the same tone, they would have a lot of trouble. Yeah, they would. Uh,
1: I have to read this book because it sounds generally more interesting. Oh, my God,
0: warm Bodies is so good. like the the first book, the the prose is a little clunky at first, mm-hmm. but as the series goes on, Isaac Marion's prose is just gorgeous. Like his books, like where where Twilight is Candy and Sugar for the Brain. Isaac Marion's books are like, you're eating the most delicious meal you've ever had, and it's like good for you as well.
1: Oh,
0: like oh Aww. my god, I love his writing so much.
1: <laughs> I need, I need to read this book because like I read Twilight and it's like ruining my writing too, and I'm just like ah no.
0: Can I just say that after I read, uh, The Burning World, my writing got better. <laughs> I that that I need to re-
1: I know, it's almost like we gotta read more good books. Like I've been reading uh, American Gods and I actually really oh, like Oh yeah, that, that one's good. I, oh yeah, that one's good. And Good Omens. Oh that's that's good a, omens. I had to read. I've been the whole show and I loved it. My favorite thing about Good Omens is the fact that both David Tennant and did the, the other guy's name I'm forget it. Charlie Sheen, yeah, they both agreed that um No, it's not Charlie Sheen, it's Michael Sheen. Both, it's Michael Sheen. They both it was agreed Charlie Sheen Charlie and um <laughs> I think that's a completely different, but they the two mainly the two actors basically because I can't say the angel's name, both agree that they're in love that their characters are in love with each oh, other.
0: Oh, uh, Neil Gaiman just confirmed it. Yeah, Aziraphale. Yeah,
1: I, and everybody is just like that was supposed to be ambiguous. So I thought that was just we, canon. All we all know this. It's like we already know this.
0: We can tell. It's like
1: it, it's like they're gay. By the way, it's like yeah, we know. We've been knowing. We've been, knowing. We've been, knowing. We've been new it's like thanks i i I would wrap oh god how should we wrap this up because i think we pretty much covered everything edward's like impromptu lullaby about bella
0: oh god and
1: everybody's like treating it like the best thing ever i want to cut in a clip here of the um improvised lyrics from riff tracks you know what della and gristle's romance so-called Romance is actually a lot more better than this Because at least they both acknowledge they're not supposed to be together <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least, At least uh, Gristle has some Her- Like physical excuses As opposed to Edward They're both dead But uh, Gristle doesn't have much going on there
1: For context Gristle is played by Kelty And I play at Della in Dungeons and Dragons oh. and, they ha- and they have weird And they have weird for whatever reason, they have, we made up, or at least I made up that they're having weird romantic tensions. Yeah. They, I don't think it's, but it's not going to go anywhere. It's
0: probably not going to go anywhere because, it, I mean, like, he's, he's a skeleton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's not going to do anything for her.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's, if any, it's just like a fun conflict thing. It's just
1: like, um, I, I think, I think so far I've planned that she's going to, Realize she has feelings and then go, Oh man, am I in love with a skeleton? This is the worst. Oh man. It's like, God damn it. Alright, that's it. I'm not gonna angst about it. I'm gonna confront it and say, like, nothing's gonna happen. And I'm gonna go flirt with some random person. But Della's in her depression stage. Oh yeah, so. cause she.
0: she uh, Melon's character just had to kill her dad. Uh, Again. After uh, he turned into. John Carpenter's the thing,
1: and then her mom's an asshole, and she's already had to relive the memory of her dad dying, and only to find out a bunch of cultists took his body and turned him into the thing.
0: Ugh. And then we went to a casino for whatever reason, and Will Smith is there, and he melted. So <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> that's just Dean. That's just Dungeons and Dragons for you. Aww. Oh God! My brother actually threw, threw kind of a like joking fit about the fact that Aladdin's doing better than Godzilla. Oh, I wanted to, my family saw Godzilla without me.
0: People are Aww. really upset apparently that Godzilla has monsters in it because
1: <laughs> that's my favorite discourse. I sure I,
0: hope it does.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I reblogged that on Tumblr. It's just like there's too many monsters in Godzilla. It's like yeah, I sure hope it is. I sure there hope is. it does. Yeah, I want to go see a kaiju movie with kaijus. I don't give a shit about the people, right? Well, Anthony Ramos is in it. Everybody is just like, get back to Midnight Sun."s like, I think we're good. If you want to read it, it's only like the first couple pages. uh, Alright,
0: let me summarize Midnight Sun for you. Uh, Read Twilight and then uh, go and hang out with literally the most toxic dude you've ever met at a fucking comic book store. Yeah, and you'll have a laugh. There you go.
1: That that will be your experience reading Midnight Sun. Besides, it's not even a finished chapter. Read anyway. Twilight and
0: then go on incels.org. dot org,
1: or read Twilight and listen to our podcast as we rant about or it. Or read you Warm know, but... Bodies
0: because it's better.
1: <laughs> or, or read, read both. both
0: and then realize how bad Twilight is in comparison, and yeah, how life is meaningless. Or maybe,
1: or maybe just watch them. Or just watch Twilight, but with rift tracks. I highly recommend it. Or you Makes can. It so much- or
0: you can watch uh, Interview with a Vampire and laugh for fucking three hours because it's the funniest movie ever made.
1: Oh, uh, with- I actually like not Interview with a Vampire. Uh, yeah, uh, the the Taika Waititi. What we do in the shadows.
0: That's the reason my show didn't get picked up. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. That sucks. <laughs> it's
1: like. You're going to. Sh- it's like, I swear to God, Kelty, you're gonna probably going to strangle Tyke. You're going to probably sh- strangle him. It's just like, damn you and your funny show! It's
0: not even funny. It's just a Portlandia skit that goes on way too long. I like the
1: movie, Aww. though. I'm sorry. That's fine.
0: I like the movie, too. I like Peter.
1: I haven't seen. Uh, There's so many Peter. things I haven't seen in red. It's like. <laughs> it's like, I guess that's it for our podcast. Unless you guys want to keep talking about stuff, uh. I'm probably going to.
0: Better vampire romance with about the same amount of incest, Bat Boy the Musical. Did you know yes, can, can fart.
1: fart? Holy shit. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. That's how we're gonna end our podcast. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. We can't top th- I can't top that. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> Alright. This has been afterlight or uh, a special midnight sun episode. I hope you enjoyed everybody's ramblings. Don't, don't read Midnight Sun. It's kind of, please
0: read it. Follow me on Twitter at Keltyzoid. Wink.
1: Wink, wink. And, uh, you can follow me nowhere because I don't actually exist. You have a
0: Tumblr, don't you?
1: I do have a Tumblr, but, uh, I'd rather not my listeners because 30% of my listeners are from AquaZusty and I don't need them to see that. Uh, you can follow me on Tumblr if you want. It's not, I'll follow you on Tumblr. It's (laughs) Amerilets Dash Crester
0: Queen. Boy, I know exactly how to spell that. <laughs>
1: <You're welcome. laughs> I <actually laughs> don't, don't, don't worry, don't worry. i you can you know what? Fuck it. You can follow me on Tumblr. As, you can call me Cipher because you know I, I I like to be cool. I'm cool. And you can I'm follow hypocrisy.
0: me on Tumblr at KelpyZoid, but this time it has two eyes.
1: <gasps> what a difference! Yeah, because a also-
0: porn bot took my username. So
1: it's will link everybody's Tumblr down below. If you want to follow stuff about this podcast, we have an Afterlight Facebook page. We should be, and I'm hoping to get a Twitter up and running as soon as I figure out how Twitter works. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Afterlight. We will be back to our... We'll be back with the rest of the book, or at least up to chapter 17, on June 25th. I really hope you guys enjoyed this uh, little experiment, is the best way to call it. And I'll see you next time. Onagi Oh, sorry about all the audio issues, too. I'm really trying to fix it, I promise, guys. Please be patient with me, I'm very new to this. Bye! This is a ballad that I wrote just for you. I want to jump into your throat and watch you bleed out on the floor. Then I'll bathe myself in your life essence as you die. Tear your heart out of your chest and crack the bones and suck the marrow out. Slice into your brain for sandwiches
0: and maybe have an omelet made of... Okay,
1: thank you, Kevin. Very nice. I
0: have more.